bitches. Hi. We were just saying how much we miss each other. I haven't seen you IRL since like your birthday. Uh, uh, we have to change that. Soon. I know. <laughs> Fuck quarantine. <laughs> if you weren't immunocompromised, I would say let's just do it. But but here here are. we are. Here I am. Here we are. So I will love you through face. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, this is Hot for Justice, the screen recap edition. <laughs> yes, I am Jessica. And I am Jamie. If you didn't already know. And my dog Jax is sitting right underneath me, so he is probably going to join us in some form also. Honestly, here for it. I love that for him. Yeah, he's, he's cute. He is very cute. Um, so what are we screen recapping today? Amanda Knox, after talking about it for... Actually, I think we've been like low-key talking about doing this for like a year. We have. Like, since we started. But it's fine. Well, then a bunch of... Netflix was really, like, upped their game. They were popping off. Like, so much good stuff. I, you know what we also didn't do is the second half of Tiger King, but I feel like the hype is, like, I know. over. I think it is, too. And the, I'm, like, not really interested in it anymore. Literally same. Like, I was talking to Jackson about it the other day. Like, he was like, did you guys ever record the second half of that? And I was like, no. Like, I think it was just too hard to get everybody together. And he's like, yeah, um, yeah. you can count me out. I'm Tiger Kinged out. <laughs> Like, yeah, me too. That's how I feel. I, like, I, yeah. Even when I see memes, I'm like, I'm over this. No. I also don't know if I think Carol did it anymore. Oh, I still definitely think she did it. You want to know why? Listen to the latest Jensen and Holes uh-huh. um, podcast. It's called The Murder Squad, but they talk about it. Um, and Paul Holes, you know, is like a retired right. scientist and investigator. Um, he, like... They, they get the, like, case file. They talk to, like, the sheriff. He looks into it, and he makes a lot of really good points that, that like, yes, Carol might have had a role in it, mm-hmm. but also he was, in, he was in bed with a lot of dangerous people. Hmm. So it also makes sense that... He could have been off by somebody like, else. Given that, yeah. Like, he had a lot of enemies. That's kind of wild. So. Okay. Yeah. I think that's a classic. So go listen to it, because I listened to it, and I was like, oh, you know what? I kind of feel bad for her, because... <laughs> What if she didn't do it? Everybody around the whole world is just like, that bitch Carol Baskin <laughs> killed her husband, whacked him. Um, I actually saw on Facebook, because I had, like, joined, like, one of those, you know those, like, dumb Facebook groups that are, like, kind of, like, jokey, like, basically, like, meme pages? Yeah. Um, so I joined one that was called Carol Baskin Definitely Killed Her Husband, or something to that oh effect, because it was just, like, yeah. all Tiger King memes for, like, two months straight. Ever. Yeah. Um. Literally yesterday, someone shared a post from her page. She is selling, like, hey, all you cool cats and kittens face masks. Oh, my like, God. Like, cloth masks. She should. She's capitalizing. Like, good for her. You know what, though? That's why she, that bitch is a millionaire and we're not. Yeah, and you know what? So. I think they're, like, 15 bucks a pop, and I'm pretty sure they probably cost, like, 30 cents to make. So Right. Um, oh, my God. Like, that bitch is getting her coin. She might as well. Yeah. I mean, fuck it. Why not? To be honest, so I kind of feel bad for her, like, a little bit, because everybody is making fun of her, yeah. and she was, she, I don't know, I just, anyways. It's a lot. It is a lot. Uh, but that's not who we're talking about. We're talking about Amanda Knox. You want to know who Amanda Mo- Knox was? She, at the time of this, 2007, was a 20-year-old woman from Seattle who um, basically went to Italy on a study abroad program mm-hmm. through her college. Um, she was working as a local bartender in Perugia. Perugia? I, can't I think it's Perugia. 
Um, yeah. So she was working but it's probably with a little bit more of an accent and an fluctuation, yeah. but like, I can't do that. Well, you know, Italians. I know you have like a nice. You thought about trying it and then knew that you shouldn't. I, I would butcher yeah. it. <laughs> I saw I, the look I, in your yeah. eye. <laughs> I thought about it. Oh my god, Emerson is yelling. Some right people's now. kids. <sighs> wow. Um, yes. So she um, was working as a bartender. I think she kind of said she got hired because she was like the pretty American blonde. Yeah. And um, they thought it would kind of attract more people. Um, she was rooming with a British girl named Meredith Kircher, uh, who I'm, I don't, I guess was also studying abroad. I believe so. Um, uh, Amanda had a boyfriend named Raphael Salicito. That she had met, like, like, that week. A week before (laughs) this. So, a week before her 21-year-old roommate, Meredith, was found sexually assaulted and stabbed brutally to death in their apartment. Yes. Fucking insane. So. It's, oof. And all of the footage that they have. Oof. So much footage. Like, they have all of the crime scene photos and video. So, if, like, that's, like, not your zhuzh, it's, you yeah, probably shouldn't watch this. Because it's spread because out it's throughout. Fair. I mean, they don't, it's not, like, staircase bad where they show you the body, but, like, it, No, they, you see her you, foot. she's, yeah, but she's You cut, don't see everything. Like, the yeah. staircase, you see her freaking whole, everything. Yeah. Like, Meredith was covered, so you do see, like, her foot sticking out, but, you know. But you do see, like, a lot of blood and, yeah, there was lot. a lot of blood. Um, yeah. So, and like I said, like, they kind of, like, keep showing it throughout, and it's not, like, just, like, a five-minute spot where they just, like, show the crime scene yeah. so you can't, like, really no. just, like, fast-forward through it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just throwing that out there. Um, but, but it's crazy, because after, like, they found, um, Meredith, Amanda and her boyfriend just, like, blow up in the media. Yes. So, um, basically, so she moved to, uh, Italy for her study abroad, meets this guy Raphael they like fall head over heels for each other they like spend a week together before this happens and like she's like oh yeah like we were just like partying every night and like getting like really stoned and just like fucking around yeah. but like we were smitten with each other and blah 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 like we wanted to marry each other and like we knew from the get go that it was like love at first sight yeah so they're like instantly like prime suspects number one and two yes instantly but she said she wasn't there right like she said that she wasn't at the house at all they were together all night she came home um she didn't immediately find meredith like she she said she's kind of walking yeah she's like walking through the house she kind of noticed a couple things were off like she walked into the bathroom and she saw blood in the sink like not a lot of blood like it wasn't an alarming alarming yeah Right, like maybe like you nicked yourself, cut your finger, or yeah, or like you cut yeah nosebleed. Who and, knows? But then she also, I think, did she found that somebody had like defecated. Yeah, there was and left there was it. They didn't in the toilet. flush it, and she was like, "That's weird." And then she got in the shower, mm-hmm. and when she came out, she saw blood on the the rug. Mm-hmm. I'm and they sure. they show a photo of that. There's like a. Yeah. Not, like, a ton, but, like, definitely, like, a decent... Like, it looked like maybe, like, a, a nosebleed or something to me. I would be concerned, yeah. though, if I came home and I found that. And then I think then she's starting to realize, like, something's not right. Yes. And then, yeah, Meredith was found. So, um, basically, what happened was that author- um, Meredith was found dead in her bedroom, which was locked. Yes. They had to bust she the door was down. Found- yeah. 
Um, she was found partially naked, and she was wrapped in a bloody blanket. Mm-hmm. Um, she had been, like I said, stabbed multiple times and sexually assaulted. It looked like she was stabbed in the neck. Yeah, I think actually one of the things they say this she looked like she had like almost been like um like slight like slashed across the neck. Yeah, like it wasn't Oof. as bad as like Nicole Brown Simpson. Yeah, like but bad. But yeah, I mean, obviously well, there's duh, a lot of blood. But <laughs> um, yeah, and. There were, like, they did find traces of DNA inside of her body, mm-hmm. but they, and they also kind of, like, found trace, like, amounts of DNA on different items that they said were Amanda's mm-hmm. and her boyfriend's. And as the documentary goes, like, it's just so bad because they talk about how they did DNA testing, um, all of every, all of the samples were done in the same, like, time in the same area there were not controls the crime scene techs were not changing gloves so like how easy it would have been which um like ultimately i think is what helps amanda's case is like the 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 transfer obviously amanda lives there her dna is going to be around there the transfer from like whatever they're touching onto other evidence cross-contamination yeah yeah, and they basically said, like, yeah, because I think they, the, the thing that comes into my mind was a knife. Yeah, it was they, one of like, their showed knives. where, mm-hmm. yeah, like, um, Amanda's DNA was found. On the handle. And it was so, yeah, it was so small. It was such a small amount. I remember, like, one of the, like, a criminologist who had reviewed it was, like, um, it is so negligible that that's almost always indicative of it being a contaminated item right like not her actual dna like put there by her but like a contamination right type and also even if it wasn't like that's a kitchen knife in her own apartment like the (sighs) likelihood of her dna being on anything in that apartment like what the fuck are you kidding me right like so how is that even admissible at that point like there's a hundred percent chance she probably definitely touched that knife at any point that week yeah like (laughs) yeah right so it's it was just insane. Oh, and then um, the bra strap, mm-hmm. apparently, there was um, DNA found on the clasp. Um, oh, actually, I'm so I have an article pulled up by, it's a Time article mm-hmm. um, by Melissa Chan. It says that the knife was actually found in um, her boyfriend's apartment. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, but a small amount of DNA was found on the bra clasp. Um, and so they were both, uh, basically arrested yeah. for this murder as co-conspirators. And basically the whole theory was like, you know, a sex crazed, like threesome and they killed her right. and it's just wild how they blew it up. Like, well, yeah. they made her seem like such a sex vixen. And yeah, they were saying, like, basically, they were slut shaming her for, like, falling in love with a boyfriend, like, oh. And, like, having sex with him in a week. Right. They were just like, oh, like, no, normal people don't do that. Like, she's, um, I think they, like, uh, sex criminal is not the right word, but, like, uh, like, a, like, basically, she was, they were saying she was perverted. Like, yeah, like, um, like she was like a sex fiend yes. basically is kind of how they made it seem which yeah and they kept saying that her reactions and stuff just like weren't normal and that there was something wrong with her head like she wasn't like mentally stable like um but i think it's because they were like expecting a greater reaction mm-hmm. from her but she really didn't know meredith and she said they were friends but they weren't like best and friends, they don't so know each other like, for like a couple months maybe yeah it's probably shocking yeah but like 
I mean, it would be different if it was like your best friend or I mean, it still would be crazy. Right. But um so essentially they go on trial. Mm-hmm. They are convicted yep. in 2009. Um Amanda is sir, she is sentenced to 26 years in Italian prison and her boyfriend Rafael is um he's sentenced to 25 years. Mm-hmm. So they basically make her seem like she's the one in control. She is a leader. Yeah. Um, it was like a sex thing gone wrong. Um, but they also tried a man named Rudy Good Gude? Gude? I don't remember how to say Me that. Me either. Um, We're not even going to try. He, yeah, he was tried separately mm-hmm. and convicted of her killing because his fingerprints and DNA were found at the scene of the crime. Yeah, I think arguably it was his DNA, like, either inside of her or, like, in one of her wounds. It was, like, a... Because she had, like, a bunch of little pretty, scratches. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. maybe his, like, finger DNA or something like that. Yeah. And apparently he had worked with Amanda and her boyfriend. Like, at the bar, like, I think. That That's... Um, yeah, I, th- I think that's how they knew each other. Mm-hmm. And um, they basically said that all three of them killed Meredith. Right. Um, so basically, oh yeah, he was sentenced to 30 years and then his sentence was reduced to 16 and he served 16 and like peaced out. Oh dang. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Um, so yeah, like Amanda and, um, her boyfriend, I mean, they broke up obviously, but they were in jail. Um, you know, this is massive news. It's crazy. Their convictions, they, they were appealing, obviously. Their convictions are overturned in 2011. So, uh, like, what, and, three years later? Something like that? Two yeah. Years two years later. Uh, four. No, oh, yeah, no, t- yeah, because this happened in 2007. They right. were tried in 2009. So, um, after first-round appeals, but they were um, convicted again in 2014. Yeah. So basically, like, they keep appealing, winning their appeals, and then getting re-convicted. Yeah. I think at one point, though, she deuces it back to the States. She does. Right? Yeah. And then they, like, um, extradite her back. Um, in 2015, the top criminal court of Italy basically said that, like, there is no trace that they did this, mm-hmm. either of them, Amanda or Raphael, um, because there is a, quote, absolute lack of biological trace of either of them on the victim's body or in the room where she was murdered. Um, they basically blamed the tense media um, and, like, possible contamination of, like, why they were convicted. Um, but basically after that, like, they're done. They're, they were found not guilty. Mm-hmm. They're vindicated. And... She, you know, the, it's over uh, for them. Yeah, so I actually found um, on the Wikipedia page for this, um, when they the court published information on the acquittal like six months after it happened. Um, so in, the acquittal happened at the end of March, and then in the middle of September, the full report was pu- published by the court system, um, citing glaring errors, investigative amnesia, and guilty omissions, where a five-judge panel said that the prosecutors who won the original murder conviction failed to prove the whole truth to back up the scenario that Knox and Sass- Solicito had killed Kersher. They also yeah. stated that there were sensational failures in the investigation and that the lower court had been guilty of culpable omissions in, o- in ignoring expert testimony that demonstrated contamination of the evidence. Yeah. Um, they were actually also well, the pr- paid $20,800 a piece by 
the like country of Italy for like good. For their they should have been issues. paid more. Oh, a hundred fucking percent. Like this is what uh, fifteen years almost of yeah uh, court well, and bullshit. They interview the prosecutor as part of this documentary, and he is just like convinced that they did it. Still, oh, absolutely. There's no doubt and in it's his like, mind. They definitely dude, did it. and it's probably just like I don't know, partially to save face, but it's like, come, like you have to admit when you're wrong, totally. and you're wrong. Like I feel like he probably knows he's wrong, but he like, can't admit it He point. had to keep going. Yeah, because he realized um, it's he's kind an of like the Stephen Avery thing. Like, yes, you know when <laughs> you just. You get to a point where you can't, there's no going back. Mm-hmm. You just got to stick to your so, guns at that point, because otherwise you're just, I mean, you look yeah, like a loser. Like, yeah, I mean, he does anyway, but. <laughs> right, but, like, all that's it's for nothing. crazy. So, yeah, this yeah. story's fucking wild. It really is. So, now she is 29, she lives in Seattle. I'm pretty sure she's engaged, because I saw an article about yeah. her setting up a GoFundMe to help pay for her wedding. Oh my god, stop. Um, yeah, I think she's working as, like, a freelance journalist, or she, you know, does some writing. Um, yeah, she wrote a book called Waiting to be Heard. It's a New York Times bestselling memoir hmm. published in 2013. She has her bachelor's degree from the University of Washington. So, it's definitely interesting. Um she's such a polarizing person and I think maybe part of the reason why the media was so intensely focused on her was because she's kind of weird yeah so she like says like I was a quirky kid like I was like you know not normal like I was just like into weird shit you know yeah like she kind of you know go glazes over her childhood at the very beginning of the documentary and yeah like she I, I think it's because she was a transplant from America was maybe a little weird and you know wasn't approved like quite frankly well and for surely the part about her being american oh yeah and then like with the sex angle like that sells racy newspapers right i mean i remember like what 2007 i was 15 ish like depending on what time of year um like I remember hearing about Mm -hmm. this and until this Netflix documentary came out, I was always under the impression that she did do it. No, me too. Like I didn't know, I didn't know anything else. So like, as I'm watching this, I'm kind of like, Oh, well yeah, maybe she's let out, but she definitely still did it. But like you watch it and you're like, Oh shit, she really didn't do it. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like the other guy who was sentenced for I don't know it just feels weird something just feels off about it to me, me too. but that also just could be because of like the I mean no matter who makes a documentary and how it's the cookie is cut there like it's just it's always going to be biased There's it's gonna always going to be a little tainted you yeah, know I feel like this one is very you know pro her you know what I mean yeah there's no objective way to present this it's either one way or the other 100% um so I feel like they made you they make you kind of lean towards believing that the other guy did do it um yeah Wade or whatever the hell his name I is I mean his his DNA was found on right her, so and no one will ever really know the answer except for you know potentially him <laughs> yeah um yeah but like she like makes a statement at the beginning she's like yeah either I'm guilty and like I'm really fucking good at getting out right. like out of prison or I'm a monster like and which one scares you more right. like, because she said fuck? like if if I did do it then like um oh gosh it was actually so creepy it was very um, weird because it was creepy because it makes sense but like yeah. um you know she, she basically what scares you more that you know like I didn't do it and I spent all this time in jail or I did do it and I'm just I don't know it yeah. was 
it was poignant shall I say yeah no like that one like hit me because like I uh rewatched it again this last week and I was just like I forgot she said that yeah and I was like me too Fuck. I just didn't like it <sighs> oh I found no, it I found it, it. um oh, okay. uh did you, there's no in between either I'm a psychopath in sheep's clothing or I am you and I'm like ew I don't like that like <laughs> ew. yeah it was Yucky. like no thank you <laughs> But yeah, um, so that's, I mean, really, it was an interesting one. It came out a couple years ago, yeah. but I think it's still really a good watch if you missed it the first time, but. Definitely. I mean, like, um, I've watched it twice and, like, I enjoyed it both times. I think it's well done for what it is. Like, again, like, I don't think you can really tell the story without having one view or the other. Like, right. it's really hard to be objective with this case. Like, either, like, you are agreeing that she did or didn't do it. Um Yeah. So it's just one of those things. Um, but I, you know, I think the second time I definitely picked up on things that I didn't the first time. So I don't know. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. It's not yeah, very it's, long. It's, it's like good. an hour and a half. Yeah. It's, that's it. Just one movie episode. Yeah. And um, there is a little bit of Italian subtitles just to throw that in there. Um, it's mostly like when the like detectives and stuff are talking um, and like yeah. forensic people are talking. Um but other than that, like, it's otherwise all in English. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's good. Yeah, definitely 10 out of 10. But, yeah, so, uh, yeah. We'll be back on Monday with another regular episode. And then um, either that follow that Wednesday or the one following will be the beginning of uh, Trial by Media. Trial by Media. Episode yep. one. On Netflix. Yes. Also, I think each of those are an hour. Um, so, not too, too bad. No, they're good. They're very interesting. Uh, the first one kicks it off. I was like, oh, wow, this is good. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to get that so. good day, So, Yeah. All right. Cool, cool, cool. We'll catch Thanks you Thanks for listening. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye.